0: the Hollywood Life podcast and I am anchoring with Ali Stagnita, my regular co-anchor. Hi, Ali. Hi, what's up? (laughs) Uh, Well, everything's good. I can see you're outside again. Lucky you. I am. I I needed some fresh air. (laughs) I'm jealous. And um, I see we have two guests today, very special guests and so ali and i are very happy to welcome sean johnson and andrew east welcome guys hello and so happy to have you guys yeah we are so happy to have you guys we haven't had a married couple on for quite some time so it is special yeah are you where? Where are you? I saw you had a recent wonderful trip to Telluride, and I was I was very jealous of that because it is so beautiful there.
2: Thank you. Uh, yeah, we have to go Telluride right, for a little vacation, but we actually are in Nashville.
0: Okay. Um, well, great to have you there, Music City. I can I can play some guitar maybe if you want. Please, we would <laughs> love that. We would love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also. Um, I have to say, your, everybody's got to look at your Instagram because your pictures and your videos with your daughter, who I guess is about a year old now, are so adorable. She is such a cutie. Thank you for sharing her with us.
3: <laughs> yes, um, and your YouTube videos, too. We love all of it, especially throughout quarantine. Thank she's you. definitely been keeping me going. Uh, yeah, she's been
2: keeping us going, too. She's 11 <laughs> months old and running around the house already, so we've been staying busy.
1: It's, it's a common occurrence. Probably twice a week I cry because she's the cutest thing I've ever seen. So <laughs> we're
0: Me too, me yeah. too. <laughs> well, I guess that it is because of the fact that you have your little darling, 11 month old, that um, you got involved with this new project with um, Duracell. And um, you have got a, a video out and it's all about um, protecting children from the fact that they're the ingredients inside do you want to explain a little more about it about how you want to make sure that kids don't swallow certain pieces that are in (sighs) now in all kinds of equipment
1: yes here's the deal we're in the phase the joyful phase of parenting where drew's just now figuring out how to get around the house she's getting into everything and um as our pediatrician said kids are very curious and they express that curiosity by putting things in their mouth. That's like the one way they can explore
0: uh, Everything, yeah.
1: Everything, it's crazy. They're, yeah, you look over at Drew, she's eating a water bottle and then she's eating whatever else she can find. And so we're doing the whole child-proofing thing with the gates and the cabinets and the mirrors. And um, we heard that hundreds of kids swallow these lithium coin batteries um, and they can do a fair amount of damage in just two hours time uh, oh. to esophagus and it's, it's just, dangerous for kids and so uh, Duracell has spent five years developing this technology where it's actually a bitter coating that goes on the outside and it's non-toxic it's colorless uh, that actually discourages kids from swallowing this and we think it's fantastic we're honored to be a part of this and hopefully uh, bring awareness to this issue to help parents be more uh, you know thoughtful when they maybe leave something on the counter um, but also uh, hopefully you know help some kids out along the way
0: right and people don't realize like how how many devices have these lithium batteries in them like this is such new technology i mean our world has changed so much in just a few years yeah. and so you really don't even think about it like when just what you were saying. You're you're childproofing your house and people think about, oh, you gotta put the little holders in the in the sockets, the electric sockets. Like you know about that. You know, yeah. you gotta put gates with stairs, but you don't think about everything that's lying around your house that right. might not even be small, like it can be bigger, but just still putting them in their mouths is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. We
2: were we were actually talking to Doris, and they were telling us that. Um, birthday cards that play music actually have them in inside and most of like the actual baby toys and kid toys that make music or have flashing lights have them in those so they're truly in everything and had no idea
0: well if they're in kids toys though is it if the battery falls out or is it just like sucking on that toy itself is going to be a problem i think a lot of different
2: things have happened i think um sometimes the toys are protected by screws and sometimes they aren't and it just depends on figuring out which toys have uh, more hazardous ways of getting a hold of those batteries or not.
1: It's it's pretty, we we came across Marisa Soto's story um, who's in that video you're talking about who has a 13-month-old Cameron who came across one of these batteries and swallowed it and so they made a VR visit and um, fortunately Cameron's recovered now, but had to restart in a lot of ways. Wow. Um, was, I think, a uh,
2: medically induced coma for yeah, two months. Two months. So had a tracheotomy.
3: Oh my
1: God. Yeah. So you realize how important this issue is uh, to do what we can to prevent. And um, yeah, Duracell is really doing that with this bitter coating.
3: Well, and wow. speaking of Drew and, and your baby girl. Are you preparing um, for Halloween this year with her? Do you know um, what she's going to be dressing up as, what you guys are going to be doing with her?
1: Oh, Allie, we've been planning this for months. <laughs> We're so excited.
3: Yes. I am sure, I
2: knew you would. Yeah. So, we did the nerdy thing as parents, we ordered like 13 different costumes. And we're letting our one-year-old choose. So, I don't know how that even works, but she, she will be choosing her own costume. We're putting
1: her in the costume, putting that. her in the mirror, and then based off her reaction, we're yeah. saying, yeah. this is the one, or this, the, So far,
3: she's really loving Cinderella, so. And obviously, you guys are gonna document it for all of us, correct? Obviously, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes, obviously. <laughs> good, good, yes. I love that, yeah. um, and, You know, when it comes to being at home now and and being with Drew, I mean, what has it been like just these past few months being able to spend even more time with her than you probably would have gotten the chance to, with all of your traveling schedules and stuff?
1: Yeah, it's it's really, really fun. You know, I, I don't feel like people talk about the fun part of parenting, but I laugh more than I ever thought I would as a parent, both at Drew and also with her. Uh, she just like babies just do funny things and so to see her grow and change and learn every single day uh, and to be with her and like it's it's really been really fun
0: have you like i think you talked a little bit about this too on your social media like have you found that it has been a blessing in disguise in certain ways to be, um, to have had your travel schedules cut because of coronavirus. I mean, you, you can't go all kinds of places. So you're forced to be at home more.
2: I think so. I mean, I think it, there's a lot of like bittersweet um, things that have come with the quarantine, but for us being able to spend, you know, every day with Drew and be around her and see her change and grow and bond with her has been a really special thing for us. I think a lot of families, Just being able to slow down and really appreciate her and everything she's going through has been cool.
3: Um, And Sean, you were, well, both of you were very open about um, Sean, the miscarriage that you had suffered and and just how your struggle to get pregnant. Um, And obviously, we had the sad news this morning um, of. About Chrissy Teigen, do you have any advice for her? Just you know, it's obviously so raw and fresh right now, Um, and to other mothers going through this as well.
2: Um, It broke my heart reading that news this morning. I I wish no mother would ever have to go through that because I don't care how early you are in a pregnancy, it's it's devastating and it's really hard. And I think the only way you can get through it is mourning your baby and grieving your baby and acknowledging that no matter what, that baby is still part of your life. Um, And then asking for help from a community. I mean, I I truly believe the only way I got through it was reading other you know, mom's stories and family stories and reading how they went through it as well and I didn't feel alone and how they healed, but truly just embracing the community around you is um, I think the best thing you can do to kind of mourn that loss.
0: Well, and I think too that, you know, people or women didn't talk about miscarriages um, that much. It was it was a, a subject that that women kept quiet, and they felt I think they sort of felt, hey, there's something wrong with me, so I don't want to discuss it. But I think the fact that you were so open and that other listen, Chrissy Teigen's been very open about the um, the issues in her pregnancy and now with the news of her miscarriage it removes that taboo because miscarriage, it turns out, it turns out is a very common thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, when we went through it, I, I remember distinctly like asking my doctor, does this happen, is it normal? And because I didn't know, nobody ever talks about it. And right. he said, yes, it's one in three or one in four women will go through a miscarriage or one in four pregnancies will end in a miscarriage, which is insane. I, I mean, that's, that's a very, very high number.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Um, for me, when I went through it, knowing that nobody really talked about it, I felt isolated and kind of just alone. And I it wasn't until I shared my story that I saw all these other women coming out of the woodworks and saying, oh, thank you for talking about it. because I didn't think I could. And just I think it should be normalized because us as women need a broader community of people to talk about it with.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And Um, i also heard that statistic. Go ahead, Allie.
3: Yeah, well, I was just gonna move on to a little bit, you know, lighter news when it comes to Dancing with the Stars as you are an alum. Um, Have you been watching? Have you been cheering anybody on? Um, What, tell me a little bit about, you know, your take on the season.
2: Uh, yes, we have been watching, and we are rooting on and voting for Caitlin Bristow. I'm obsessed with her, love her, love her partner, and I want her to win.
1: You have to say, Ali, it was tough because Vernon Davis and I were uh, teammates. Oh, I, we used to have these kind of dance-offs. Oh, I, I don't want to say who usually won those, but Vernon.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, Andrew, should could we see you on a season upcoming? I mean, Sean i give you some want to see him on
2: a
1: season. I think Sean's too embarrassed to potentially Absolutely have. Absolutely not. I, I want you to be, be on one. I think it'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, I see that as
3: be that amazing. <laughs> and now caitlin is from nashville so you're like yeah. repping the home the home city have do you guys know each other at all uh yes okay
2: okay so i was gonna say i'm unbiased we don't know each other but yes we are friends
0: yeah, there was, oh, okay so now there. now we have the secret revealed because i was gonna say you know were you a bachelorette fan is that why how did you meet caitlin Um,
2: we've met, I mean, Nashville's a very, very small community. I feel like everyone knows everyone. So we've kind of met through living here in Nashville. And then for our couple things podcast that we have, we had her and Jason Tardick on and got to know them as, um, a couple and then friends.
3: Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for her after watching and just, you know, technique? (laughs)
2: Uh, she's an amazing dancer. So no, I need the advice. (laughs)
0: Did you happen to know, like, or were you at all instrumental? I mean, being a former winner in getting her on the show, did you help recommend her? Uh, no,
2: <laughs> I mean, I would definitely recommend her. I remember talking to her, I had assumed she had been on before, but um, no, I mean, that was a complete surprise for her that the show had already selected her and wanted her so bad, but. Yeah, I don't think us alums have any say whatsoever.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we were talking to Alfonso Ribeiro earlier today, and he told us to tell you that he said hello. Uh, How I say hello? (laughs) Will we talk to him again? We will. We'll keep passing it back and forth. Um, but what have you kind of enjoyed doing at home most with baby Drew? I mean, do you guys have activities? Have you gotten down like a routine that you've been doing? I think routine has been like the hardest thing. Um, the
2: so we go on a morning walk every single morning. Andrew like either puts her on his shoulders or she's in like this little push car that we have. Um, we did get a motorized car. We tried that once and it didn't work out very well. Um, we've got to figure that one out. But we have like, we have our morning walks or playing games or peekaboo, peekaboo is huge. I'm
1: doing whatever I can to make her giggle. So that includes a lot of singing, a lot of mm-hmm. dancing and uh, just doing ridiculous things like that, which it's a blast.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> love is, that. You know, is there any plans for Drew to take gymnastics in a little while? Like, and when would that start?
2: Um, if Drew wants to do gymnastics, we will celebrate that and let her, but um, I have no plans to push her into gymnastics whatsoever. I want her to do truly whatever she wants.
3: Mm-hmm. Did you have any um, thoughts on the Olympics being pushed to next year? Are you, you know, do you feel like that was a, I mean, obviously a good decision, yeah. but. As an athlete, is that does that kind of get into the mental aspect oh of things a
2: little? Yeah. Um, it's absolutely devastating. I, yeah. I feel like when it comes to the Olympics, these athletes are planning out their every move years and years in advance so that they are in their best performance shape for that exact month. And they started planning that 4, 8, 12, 16 years ago. So for that to just be extended, like their finish line to be extended by a year will affect everybody. And, I mean, it's uncharted territory. We've never seen it before. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out.
0: Right, yeah. have, have, have you heard from any of them? Like any of the members of the, what would have been the gymnastics team and what are they doing to um, keep in shape? Because that must have even been hard for a while. I mean, there was a lot of um, athletes you would see on Instagram like, doing whatever they could at home with the equipment they had just at home.
2: Um, I think that's what the tricky part is, is since every single person that will be competing at the Olympics is spaced out all over the globe, everybody had different circumstances. Some people's gyms never closed, whether they were in different countries or different cities. Some people's closed for four, five, six months. And yeah, I mean, I've seen girls who got really creative and they were trying to train at home, Um, but you really can't. It just, I think every single person... Uh, has
3: dealt with it differently. Yeah, I've seen some ice. I have a friend whose um, like husband is in the NHL, and it was a big problem too when, you know, all the ice rinks closed here and he couldn't train, but, you know, his, the people who also are on his bench are training in Russia and Switzerland and mm-hmm. places like that, and he didn't have access. It's really Gosh. tough. It's an, I think, it's that, a, I think a, the, the entire advantage.
2: playing field... Like we, everybody had their predictions of what countries were better and farther ahead and who would medal in place for the Olympics last or this year, but now that they're postponed till next year, I think it's just it's an Olympic games that nobody will be able to predict the outcome of. I think everybody, it's just yeah, yeah, uh, everything
0: now, yeah, everything offended, and who even knows if in fact they will take place in 2021, because I mean, you know, from the perspective of right now and how many cases there are here and other countries are, who are doing better or having some resurgence, like who even knows if it's gonna be safe at the time they were planning.
1: We shall see. We shall
3: see. And then finally, you two, is there anything else that's coming up for you guys? Um, Obviously, you make your fun videos. You have your podcast. Um, What can we expect from you two? Um, I don't really know. Uh, Just still posting
2: videos. We just launched our coffee company, which we're really excited about. Um,
0: And what's that about?
2: Um, we have, we made our own coffee, which we're obsessed with coffee and we're really picky and we got tired of trying to find the best coffee. So we made it and, um, launched it like a few months ago and just have been running that from our house.
0: What, wh- where are your beans from and what's your company called? Beans are from
1: all over, including Central America, Indonesia. Um, it's, it was really fun sourcing them. Uh, the company's called Unicorn Coffee. Unicorn with a a Q.
0: And what makes it special? Like, what is what what is the kind of coffee you like? You said you're picky; you couldn't find what you like. What is the quintessential coffee for you that your new company has?
1: Yeah, for us, I feel like it's uh, it's coffee that tastes amazing no matter how you make it. So a lot of people have like espresso beans or like just the the, the pour over beans, and um, we we found beans that really taste fantastic no matter how you make it Uh, but then the other thing is for Sean and I it's a really powerful tool for connection and we feel like we have our best conversations over coffee so we wanted to help give people uh, the best coffee but also tools for that connection and it's been a really fun project
3: we love that well Sean and Andrew thank you guys so much for taking the time as always so great to see you um give Drew our love and, um, and a big hug, and yes. a big hug. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and congrats on this partnership with Duracell. Thank, hey, you. thank you, both. Thanks, thank guys. you, guys. Uh, bye, bye, guys. Bye.